Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast, an exploration in leadership development. I'm your host, Brad Knowles. Now let's dive in. Welcome to the Knowles Development Leadership Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about goals. And we have yet to do a podcast strictly on goal setting. Um, and before we get into goal setting, I actually want to direct you to our very first audio podcast that we ever did that was talking about how one defines success, whether it be as an individual or as a team. Uh, we think there's a lot of noise out there influencing how people think about success. So I want to encourage you to listen to that. You can find it on wherever you consume podcasts, Knowles Development Podcast, the Knowles Development Leadership Podcast. Thank you very much. All right, so let's dive into goals here. So one of the foundational concepts I would like to have you take in is that when we think about goals, I would challenge you to think about goals in a much longer term than we normally think about them. Let's be thinking three to five years out minimum. Okay, so there's a couple of benefits from thinking about it in that way. And the big one, the big one I want you to take in today is you get to let go of the baggage of today. There's stuff going on right now in your life, in your business, that if you were just thinking, where can you go in the next three months, six months, would have a major impact on your ability to get there. But if you give yourself enough runway, three years, five years, hundred years, well, the baggage of today is really gonna not have any impact at all. So if you can let go of the baggage of today by thinking really big, real strategic, it can allow you to think bigger. And that's kind of the number two part. Let go of the baggage and allow yourself to think bigger about where it is you would like to go in either your personal or professional life. So we're going to think really big. Just recently saw something, a guy was talking about his 100-year goal. And I think, you know, and I've even got a, a person that I've done some work with, and they, they had a 500-year goal. I think there's a lot of value in those two. I have fallen into and love the five-year. Here's what I've found in my own life. Within five years, enough has changed in my life, and hopefully we've all grown enough as people, personally and professionally, that what we're looking to do in our life has changed somewhat. In other words, every time we get to that five year, we've grown, developed, matured, and now our thoughts about where we'd like to go in the next five years are gonna be clearly altered. It's gonna be on perhaps the same vague trajectory, but there's definitely gonna be differences to it. So trying to set right now as a 40 year, 43 year old person where I wanna be 100 years from now, I think there's gonna be a lot of times where that's gonna change throughout my lifetime. So big fan of the five year, but you use whatever you want in terms of throwing that stick way out in the distance. Get real clear about it, right? Clarity is power. And here's the clarity power part. When you decide, make a decision about where it is that you're gonna go, you get to say no to so much else. So much of the noise you get to just tune out because now you know where you're going, right? Think about it this way. If you're gonna get in your car and take a long driving trip, I mean days, not hours, you would need two critical pieces of information. 
where are you going and where are you? So this is what we're talking about. We're talking about not what's around the corner, like where are we going? And that's what we want to set before we start building our map to get to where we're going to go. So five-year plan. Now chunk that down and ask yourself this question. Where must you be in the next year if you were to achieve where you say you want to be five years from now? There's going to be some stuff you will have to have already done in the next 12 months. Now, I want to do a little asterisk to the year part. Some of you in your teams and in your businesses, the year is not necessarily the cycle, right? The calendar year maybe isn't what you live and die on. Some businesses that we've worked with that I've worked in in the past, it's a two-year cycle that things are measured on. Some, it's a fiscal year, right? So when I say year, what I'm really talking about is what is the cycle for you and your business? So we want to define that, figure out what that is, and again, ask ourselves that question. Where must we be if we're going to be on the right track to be where we say we want to be five years from now? Once we've got that defined, and again, I, I want to stress here, if this is a team conversation, you should have team members involved in the conversation. This shouldn't be you looking at you, right? So have your key people in there and have them influence where the direction is. Here's a big reason for that. If they are part of building the plan and building the vision, they are gonna be more bought in, right? I'm not gonna to have to try to drive these goals down somebody else's throat. They helped write the freaking goal, right? We're already on the right path together before we even finish inking it. You see what I'm saying? So get your team involved, right? This shouldn't be a lone wolf project. We've got our five year. Now we've got our one year or whatever your cycle is. Now it's time to build the plan. Just because we got a goal doesn't mean we have a plan to get to that goal. This is where we're pulling out the map and actually mapping out the route we're going to take. How are we as a team going to achieve this thing? One of the tools that we like to coach to, we like to train to, is the one, three, five. Takes that singular goal, gives us multiple priorities to how to attack that goal, and then the actual strategies, the actions we can take. And I think that is really key. We are not done writing a plan unless we have figured out the actions that we can take. So, what is our singular goal? What are our priorities as to how we're going to get there? And then build out those strategies. Build out those actions that you can take so that now we can start making this bite size. The bite size plan is this. Now let's start looking at the calendar. We wanted to get this plan executed in this 12-month time frame. So now let's break it down. What must happen in January? What must happen in February? Where do we need to be end of Q2? Right? We can start putting those benchmarks in. We can start plugging in those different strategies and priorities so that we are literally building our map all the way from the starting point to the end of the year. We like to use a tool called the 411 for that. It takes your one year, it turns it into one month, turns it into four separate weeks. Now I know what I need to accomplish in one week. That piece, and this is where a lot of people get stuck, they'll spend a lot of time figuring out the items of a 411 or figuring out the items of the week. 
and they won't take that step of put it in your calendar. Put it in the freaking calendar. For many of you, it's not until you take the exercise of taking it off of that piece of paper and adding it to your calendar, do you then find you have a problem? Because you sold somebody, you'd sit in some BS meeting for half a day and you don't have the time for it now because it's not actually a priority. So now we gotta call some people and tell them, hey, I'm sorry, I know I told you I would be there and now I can't do it. The clarity piece is gonna help you say no. It doesn't mean you're saying yes to a hundred more things. It means you're saying no to a bunch more stuff. Saying no is powerful. It allows you to move and execute at speed and at scale. But you must be clear about where you're going. At this point in the process, you should have a calendar that reflects what you should be doing this day, this week, this month, that will put you on the trajectory, not to where you need to be Q1, Q2, where you need to be five years from now. We're already on that path. And there is no question now about how we should spend our time. Great people, whether they be athletes, business people, thinkers, whatever it is, whoever you are looking up to currently, and whatever walk of life, they've most likely gotten into that position because they stayed highly focused on something that really mattered to them. This is where you bring that level of focus to your business, your world, your team. Last step, often forgotten, here it is. Now we're in the doing part, right? We're living out these days of our calendar. We're living out these weeks of our 411. Track your results. How are your results showing up? Just because you built the plan doesn't mean the plan gonna frickin' work, right? The first time that I really had a position where I was really in a leadership role, I was working with a partner who was a mentor at the time, and we spent at the very beginning of this project mapping out the entire project. And my mentor turned and looked at me and said, take a hard look at that calendar. He said, the only thing I can guarantee you about this project is that it isn't going to happen that way. It's just a starting place. If we don't track how we're doing to our goal, we can't make the adjustments along the way. Now, some of you might be, and I'd be surprised if you made it through the podcast this far, some of you might be a little anti-goal. Oh, I don't set goals. I just do the best I can do or this, that, and the other thing. Well, again, here's a lost opportunity for you. If you don't have a goal that you're pushing towards, how do you measure how you're doing? How do you know how to make adjustments? You're, you're a ship lost in the fog. Pick a target. Aim at that target. If you miss, make an adjustment. It's okay that in you know month one, we're off. That's okay. We got 11 months to make up. It's okay to have it be off, you know, Q1. We got three quarters to make up. Gary Vaynerchuk says fairly often, you can be losing a basketball game at the end of the second quarter by a lot of points and still win. I definitely believe in that, right? But what has to happen is you actually have to be tracking your results. 
So if I want to draw a picture for you just quick on goal setting, it would be this. Start wide, start far out, five year. Bring it into the one year. Build the plan with your team, right? Get them involved at that point in the process. Figure out how we're gonna execute month by month, week by week, get it calendar out. We're gonna find where our choke points are, where we don't have enough resources, where we don't have the right tools or systems. Execute, 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 track, adjust. This is how you set goals. This is how you stay on track to them. Thanks so much for joining us for the podcast. We really appreciate you being here and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.